Welcome to The Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere, and that is especially the case today. We'd like to welcome back to the show Dr. Paul Glantz, founder and CEO of Glantz Financial Advisory. They create and manage investment strategies for investment advisors and some high net worth individuals. He speaks to us from their headquarters in Troy, Michigan. Paul, welcome back to Strategic Investor Radio. Thank you for having me. So, Paul, a little of your background. You have a Ph.D. in engineering. Is that automotive engineering? Uh, mechanical engineering also, and then a master's in automotive. Okay. Uh, and the uh, Ph.D. is from Michigan State University. The uh, master's is from University of Michigan. So uh, you're kind of confused during football and basketball season, but I guess that's okay. So that means, and you had a career in the automotive industry, so you've never worked on Wall Street, correct? Correct. So you've developed timing signals that several mutual funds have used for a couple of decades or longer. And you've developed these proprietary methodologies using quantitative-based analysis focused on signals of market change and reversals through pattern recognition. And we'll talk about that in greater detail in just a few minutes. You use a timer track system. Timer track is somebody who works with people like you, and they uh, confirm and verify the trades, the, the accuracy of the trades that you make. So anybody can go on there, look up your system, and see per month for as long as you've been with timer track, which in your case is 29 months, um, and see exactly what the returns have been every single month, all confirmed and verified by TarmerTrack. So let's start with a little a brief background of yours. As you said, I'm an engineer, and I was running an engineering consulting company. Uh, and in 1992, I entered a stock contest and finished in second place. And then uh, one of the large mutual, well, the largest mutual fund in Michigan, uh, the owner called me up and uh, then hired me. And so I've been providing timing signals to his company ever since. Uh, so that got me into the financial advisory service. And uh, then I quickly figured out I can make a lot more money on the financial side of the advisory service versus the engineering side. So now I concentrate pretty much 100% on the financial part of the business. And uh, so we developed some proprietary techniques. We act, I Actually, I think it's an advantage not to have the Wall Street training and, and then training in these classical techniques because, from my point of view, none of the classical methods of trading and the commercial computer programs you can buy for trading, none of them work. And a lot of people get upset when I say that, but I can prove that or anybody can prove it. And the, and the proof statement is 
that uh, you know less than two percent of the professionals using uh, managing the hedge funds and the funds are able to beat the S and P five hundred over a, a one year, or a three year, and a five year time period. So you know, Paul, we we know that, uh, and that's because Wall Street Journal sings that song just about every day here, and they're they're forever uh, criticizing and uh, bad mouthing, really, uh, hedge funds, uh, mutual funds, and and uh, strategists because uh, they're unable to outperform the SP five hundred, and that has increased every year for the last uh, several years. And not only uh, that, but the uh, the Morningstar ratings basically have come out and recognized that, hey, uh, just because somebody got a good rating last year doesn't mean they're going to get a good rating the next year. And, and, and often it actually reverses itself. So no question about it for money managers to be accurate year after year after year is exceptionally rare. So if if uh, that's the case for you, uh, you're to be congratulated. Let, let's start with kind of your flagship strategy, which is the uh, the oil or USO ETF slash energy uh, strategy. Tell us a little about it. We I think it's 29 months old, correct? At least with timer track. Yeah, it's, it's, it's slightly longer than that right now, but yeah, 30 months or so. Uh, yeah, so we, we it's a quantitative computer code that takes uh, USO, which is the price of oil, and uh, it also uh, has input of the put-to-call volume, and using those inputs, it comes up with a uh, parameters for quantitative to quantitatively calculating what that energy sector is going to be doing or really what what type of trend it's presently in and when that trend's going to ch- change and uh, it has uh, because oil moves a lot moves two or three percent per day sometimes tell me about it today. <laughs> and uh, yeah today is up one percent then down two percent so it moves a lot intraday now we don't try to trade intraday we only do at the end of the day uh, but uh, if you can catch the oil trends you know 80 percent of the time which is about what we do uh, you can make a ton of money on that index because it has such high volatility and so that is our first place strategy now that strategy is actually in absolute first place on timer track meaning if you look at all 575 strategies posted on timer track, Glance USO is in absolute first place. Well, congratulations, Paul. And again, we interviewed you a couple of years ago here, and you were in first place at that time. So this is certainly not anything new. So tell us just a little bit more. Number one, it can go long or short, correct? Correct. So it can be profitable or unprofitable when the price rises or when the price falls. And so, um, and, and as you say, you, you've been uh, profitable uh, the vast majority of the time. And uh, about how long, what's the average length of how long you hold a position? Well, it's approximately 
three weeks is the average. We we average sixteen trade signals per year. It can we can hold position as short as three days and as long as three months. Okay, and uh, and, and so you you trade about sixteen times a year for that. Correct. Okay, and uh, has that been consistent for these uh, two and a half years you've held it? Uh, or did one year maybe it was up to 30 and another year it was down to four or something like that? Yeah, they, they, it can be a large variation. I mean, you will sometimes get oil go through a three-month or four-month uh, steady rise and then turn around and do the opposite, go, go down for three months. And intraday it looks like it's moving a lot, but uh, when you smooth it out, you can see the trend is uh, it hasn't changed at all. You know, Paul, uh, we've uh, talked to many people here who use that tactical type of uh, trend following or or reversal uh, strategy. Sometimes those are very, very simple, and they are using one or two signals. You have a Ph.D. in engineering. I doubt that you do anything simply. Uh, how complex is this strategy? Well, that's a good question. So what everyone else is doing is incredibly simple and um, you know there was there's some very famous people is the Englander being one the owner ahead of the Millennium Fund who uh, I quoted one time he told me when I visited him he says Paul there's no one strategy that works all of the time and if anybody should know he should know because he runs a proprietary trading shop and have seen thousands of of hotshot traders come in and out through his doors, but the, yeah, the bottom line is no one simple strategy is going to work all the time, and so whatever strategy you come up with has to have several different components to it. And in our case, we have fifty different rules. And then we have the logic to decide which one of those 50 rules is dominating and is going to determine the buy or sell signal in this particular case. So we have a what some people would call a momentum-type strategy. we got a reverse, you know, oversold, overbought, reverse direction strategy. We have one rule set of rules just for put to call saying the put to call is just way too extreme the market has to change and so forth and so on and the other thing we do is we don't plot price versus time every stock market chart you look at you'll see the units on it are uh, price usually in US dollars and then time either in, in hours minutes seconds, weeks, or whatever. Now, the, the, the problem with that, if you were a scientist or engineer and you looked at that chart, your first criticism would be, hey, this chart is not dimensionally correct or invariant, meaning that if I change the units, I change the shape of the chart, I change the pattern, and you're trying to look at... Uh, maximum slopes and trend lines, well, those trend lines are dependent on your inputs, and you you haven't gotten rid of uh, that variable. Now, in, in science and engineering, there's a technique uh, 
use to make things dimensionally invariant. It's, it's called the Buckingham Pi Theorem, and it's been used in uh, aerodynamics to discover the Mach number and the Reynolds number. Those two parameters, and they're called pi parameters, that's where the name pi comes from, tells you when you're going to have a transition in the, from, for the Mach number, as you may know from subsonic to supersonic flow, Reynolds number is transition from lamellar to turbulent flow. And so we are doing something similar to that. We have parameters that are trying to tell us when the flow in the stock market is going from a smooth flow to a turbulent flow and and also from subsonic to supersonic, which is correlation to the market's going to crash. You know, Paul, uh, you could have been speaking Chinese over the past three minutes, and I, I wouldn't have understood it any less, okay? <laughs> but uh, all I can tell you is, uh, for our audience, uh, SEC regulations uh, require that we not talk about actual performance. But anybody who would like to go to Timer Track and uh, look up uh, Glantz Financial Strategy and look at the return, okay, uh, they're going to see why you've been ranked number one for the past 29 to 30 months uh, on Timer Track, which, again, they confirm and verify the accuracy of, um, of all of your trades here. And or the, the the confirm and verify the returns through all of your trades because you actually notify them of of every trade, and so we would recommend anybody go to that. Uh, we're prohibited from speaking to that uh, exactly, but uh, th- th- they're going to see opportunity here. So uh, you you we've talked about that one. A strategy. Now, you actually have four. That's your flagship. You have four, so people could diversify if they would like. For the most part, you, know, you, you do two things. One is you do manage some money for some individual investors, but primarily you provide signals, either for investors or primarily for advisors, correct? Uh, yeah, they're, they're only for large firms, wealth management firms. We the signal service is not available to the retail investor. I see. Okay. Okay. So you have the signal service or you, you manage funds uh, for uh, the individual investors. And for the uh, wealth management firms, uh, they can uh, use those in whatever markets they want. They can use leverage. They can buy or sell uh uh, the, the ETFs by themselves, uh, they can go to the futures market, they can use options, they can use whatever they want, they are strictly buying the signals, that's correct? That's correct. Okay. So briefly tell us uh, uh, y- y- your other three strategies. First of all, do all four of your strategies use the same uh, proprietary strategy or stra- uh, combination of strategies that you have created? strategies use the same methodology, uh, but of course the input's different, and uh, also the calibration. We are looking for what was the absolute limit value, uh, for, say for example, uh, on the Russell 2000, what was the maximum upslope and downslope when I plot it as a, uh, a dimensionless quantity. And uh, we're using those values to 
tell us when we think the market is going to change. So uh, the methodology is the same, but the equations and calibrations quickly become different for each uh, each sector. Okay. So we have a Russell 2000 strategy, a TLT, a government long bond strategy, and then a precious metal gold strategy. Okay, now for each of those, uh, is the situation such that each is either profitable or non-profitable at the same time, or can they vary significantly here? Well, of course they can, yeah, I mean, the bonds and gold are supposed to uh, move in the opposite direction of the equity markets. Uh, Oil is supposed to follow the equity markets, it sometimes goes on its own. So, yeah, we can have, of those four uh, sector strategies, two of them can be on buys and two of them, two of them are normally on sells. And uh, if the market behaves exactly the way we have predicted, then you possibly will make money on all four of them. But usually you'd be making money on two or three of them and losing money on one of them. So... Uh, our customers will combine them into a portfolio, and so, and we have done that. We've constructed our best portfolio, and combining the Russell 2000 with the the energy, the oil strategy, is really our absolute best portfolio. And um, okay, and have the others performed uh, basically admirably? Okay, gold is in second place on timer track in the precious metals sector. The bond strategy, TLT, is in second place in the bond sector on timer track, and the Russell 2000 is in first place in the equity sector over the last eight months. It's only been running for about eight months. So we got two first-place strategies and two second-place strategies. Well, that's hard to argue with, Paul, I tell you, right now here. So so with that kind of, of track record, okay, what major objections do you run into most often by advisors and, and high-net-worth individuals here? What What is it you would well, like to explain to them that they don't seem to understand at this point? Well, uh, the, first, the first thing that we always get is, your performance is too good to believe. Yeah. And and that's a hard one to overcome. <laughs> uh, what do you say? I'm good. Wait, wait, you know. <laughs> well, you know, and, and a lot of people believe time or track. We belong to this name uh, organization of wealth management firms, and those, uh, those people tend to use it and believe it, so... And, and then it helps to be a member of an organization so we have references from people that they know and so forth. So that, that always helps. The, the hedge funds are the hard ones because they always believe they are the smartest people in the world. <laughs> Don't burst their bubble here, Paul. <laughs> right. They're always out there tiring new people, and they run ads continuously, and then, you know, they can't possibly, they don't believe that you can possibly have the performance we have. So we, you know, we, we have to go 
download the uh, the actual trading signal file, uh, which is uh, saved on timer track, and let them duplicate and run the models and make sure they get the same results. I see. Well, it's good you've got that backup. That that is great. Well. Paul, congratulations! You you you're doing something that uh, few others can do. Uh, you're doing it uh, not on Wall Street, and but in, out of Detroit, uh, out of uh, Troy, Michigan. Here, uh, so a question we like to ask all of our uh, uh, guests are: What book on investing would you recommend for our listeners here? I would say none of them are any good. <laughs> <laughs> And and let me explain that. One is they teach you the classical methods, which tend not to work. And there's some reasons why it doesn't work. I mean, when you place a bet, uh, there's the market makers taking the other side of of the trade. You know, there's companies like the Citadel Group in Chicago, who's a giant market maker. And uh, their job, they have people taken the other side of the trade, and their job is to uh, make the maximum amount of money for their firm, which means they're going to make sure that you are not going to make money. And so people are using a classical uh, trading system, an FBI system or whatever. Some of these systems, a lot of them are are free. Uh, They know those systems, and they set up all their traps so that these people are going to believe, oh, I have a giant buy or sell signal that is going to, has always been good. It's been good for the last 10 years. Well, guess what? It's not going to be good this time because the the people on the other side of the trade have set it up as a trap. So that, that's, my, <laughs> that's my two cents on that. Okay. Well, Paul, that, that's uh, rather, rather negative. Uh, hopefully it's not too accurate. But, uh, you know, uh, most of us, uh, well, none of us uh, seem to do as well as you. So uh, we're not going to argue with you there. So give us contact information for those who would like to know more. Yeah, our website, uh, com, and you'll bring up our website and the uh, my email is paul dot glance at glance llc dot com. Okay, well, thank you very much, Paul. This has been absolutely fascinating and uh, intriguing, and um, looking forward to uh, continued quality performance. Uh, with your strategies. So give us final words for our listeners here. Uh, final words, okay. My, what I always tell people uh, when I give uh, presentations, uh, AAII and, and the, the Wealth Management Group is, please do not try to do everything on your own. Uh, I'm amazed at the number of amateurs who are going to, invent their own trading system and go out and make a fortune and the probability of being successful at that is uh, almost uh, you're better off of buying a lotto ticket than you are than trying to do that. A shame that the industry encourages you to do your own back testing and develop your own system when 
it's not going to work. What you've got to do, what I recommend you do, is you find the very best money manager, very best fund, very best advisors, and use those people. Well, uh, you know, it's hard to argue with you about uh, about any kind of trading and returns and the like here, Paul. So uh, we'll consider that to be excellent advice. So, Paul, again, thank you very much for coming back with us today. And our best wishes for you and your four strategies, continued outperformance and uh, quality returns. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Again, we've been talking with Dr. Paul Glantz, founder-CEO of Glantz Financial Advisory out of Troy, Michigan. You've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com. You can go to our website to hear podcasts of all of our interviews and shows, strategicinvestorradio.com. I'm Charlie Wright, wishing you an enjoyable week and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. 